0: Thank you so much for joining us um, and tuning in to The Scoop with Cindy and Coop. I am Cindy Robinson and I am joined with my lovely co-host, Candace Cooper, aka Coop. Uh, we're going to just share a little bit about ourselves so you know who's talking to you and who you're watching or whatever. Candace, let's start with you.
1: Tell us about yourself. So, of course, born and raised country girl from Raleigh, North Carolina, and I have had a quite the journey when it comes to sports you know, working in the media has been the last resort. <laughs> Apparently I talk very well and that's where I'm headed towards. But I've been done operations, I've done you know, being one of those panhandlers at games and every, every part of the asset besides the one that makes a lot of money. So I'm, I'm ready for that next level, you know what I'm talking about? So I, Try to get I, feel, a G, I feel a GM in my spirit.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Big goal. Yeah,
1: 100%. But audio has definitely been my lane. I've been working in sports radio, had some podcasts, and now I'm just really doing my thing one step at a time. Man. Just waiting for my next next.
0: Love it. Love it. I too have had less. I will say I have less of a journey than Candice in the sense of how many different areas, but I've mainly been on the sports media side, Um, social media, on camera, behind camera, editing, all that content stuff. I've done a little bit of it all. Worked for pro teams. That's how me and Candice met, actually. Um, I worked for media companies, uh, ooh, covered in Olympics. We'll talk about that one time, maybe. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've done a little bit. Brazil, 2006. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fun time, fun time. We'll have to so you were schedule. in Rio? I was in
1: Rio. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. You know, I didn't know that. I'm not even trying to be funny. Candice.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> I know okay, that. well, I guess I don't talk about it a lot because it was so many years you ago. Don't. But, but I feel like I told you because it was the summer before. I mean, it was two summers, be, like a year before I met you. Like, you know what I mean? We've, we've lived a lot of life together. <laughs> we have. We have. We have. Okay. Okay. Well, nonetheless, yes, I've had a little dibble and dabble here in sports media and now yeah. um, working at a media company and trying to, you know, get back into the on camera thing and see how it goes but me and candace have talked about this so much um right. honestly this has been a long time coming and we finally just said this is the perfect time because what we're in quarantine
1: quarantine is rough being in COVID yeah. is rough and trying to figure out when you're gonna go outside is rough i don't know how people are playing sports right now when there's a mm-hmm. pandemic outside and
0: for black people it's two pandemics so And see, we're only, look, we can only do so much with the time given to us today, but if you tune into our episodes, we're going to touch on a little bit of everything going on. Um, I think the best segue to start with is what's got us all stuck in the house right now, and that is COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. I've heard all types of names. I call it Corona, you know, not trying to lighten it what it is, but it's just, you know, the I probably
1: cover neat that. Like, you know, I personally like Coronas, so I don't even want to play about Corona. I don't like how Corona has been given such a bad name because I love Coronas. I'll, either, I'll drink a Corona in line bloody Corona, like all of that. And now I'm just being in the store trying to buy a Corona feeling awkward like I shouldn't, you know, just get a
0: Modelo, it's fine. I'm not a beer drinker, so I'll leave that <laughs> to you, okay? That didn't hurt my feelings none. I'm no. just kind of... I'm just shocked at how this all has happened, but more so how sports has tried to trickle back in. Now, I want to quickly shout out the WNBA because um, they have probably, they've been one of the best leagues who have dealt with returning and completing, completing their season. Like they started their season in a bubble, completed it. Um, shout out to Seattle Storm for getting that win as WNBA champions. And even the NBA, they've done a pretty good job, which we kind of expected because they're one of those leagues that's pretty much on the forefront of everything when things are going. Um,
1: but are you surprised that women did it the best? Like, let's keep it a bit. No.
0: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I mean, the had to be, they had to be moms. They had to be athletes. They had yeah. to be girlfriends, wives, all that good stuff, and still try and be athletes, professional athletes at that right right
0: i know because i i've noticed that a lot of them had their children in the bubble with them um and i don't know if that's just like a caretaker thing like you don't a nurturing thing like you don't want to leave your child for x amount of months without you whereas the men kind of like that's the only option you staying at home with your mama you know what i'm saying so like there are a lot more factors that the women had to you know consider and think of and they i feel like put it off flawlessly. um I'm trying to think, there was only like maybe one incident where they were like, there may be some issues with testing or like someone might, you know, some little thing, which is expected. No one thought everything would be perfect, you know, but I think overall, like they were one of those leagues that did it really well. I think the NHL has done well. Um, MLB has had some struggles, but I think they're getting it. I think they're getting it back on track for the most part. I don't know. I think
1: we just stopped talking about it. Because if you think about it, you know, MLB started out with all those kids because there were so many teams. But now there's not that many teams. It's not, you know, people partying and they get a a serious thing. And we're really into crunch time. October is baseball's big old Rocktober. You get ready to play. That's when the big boys start. So everyone's focused now. You know know, Corona's not going away. So everyone's full focus.
0: Right. And I mean and the NBA is almost over. They're in finals
1: now and they've had I'm a ready little- for this. I'm ready for this to be over. I'm gonna just go ahead. Are
0: you just, are I'm you gonna... in tuned to the finals? Like have you been watching every okay. game? I mean, yes, I, I... because I
1: have to, but like I'm I'm cool either way. Like is LeBron going to another championship? Yeah. You know, is he one of the greatest? Yes. We're gonna have the same old damn arguments, yes. Like it's just tired like I'm tired. I I was ready for something new. Like I was like, All right, Giannis, let's go. Like we back right. And then he just messed you know messed it up. Like how you how you gonna be regular season MVP and then you can't yeah, okay. You know, okay. You know it was
0: but my thing is it was a weird year, right? Like they started their season, they had to stop it, um, took that time off and then came back starting in a in the bubble system. And it's like with everything going on, having to consider new families, like a lot of them have new children, Giannis being one of them. Um that's a lot, right? A lot, like, to consider. You got to make sure that you're not contracting the virus. Yes, they were in a situation where they were getting tested daily and, you know, protected in a sense. But it was still that fear of, like, I don't know what I'm risking right now. Um, but also, so, you think
1: about the fact that you, his go-to man was Chris Middleton. And hell no. Like, that's not who you think – I think Chris Middleton looks like somebody who plays at the YMCA, personally. Like, he's not an all-star to me. I, he's just not – He's not, he doesn't give me all-star vibes.
0: So we started with shade, huh? We, we just throwing it out there.
1: When I look at AD and I look at LeBron, I'm like, okay, if I'm having an off night, I know somebody can carry me. When I'm young am like, it's either me, all or nothing. And so I don't want to be a part of a team where it's all or nothing. Like, why are you on a team then? Oh, so, you,
0: so you're so you with
1: the super – see, look, we're we veering off, Les. Like, we have an okay. all the day. No, it's but, okay. Like, I'm, with, so you, with teams, I'm with teams that have – I like Miami Heat.
0: I appreciate I, Miami Heat. I do too. Um, play I also, basketball, But I also did not mind the Miami Heat when LeBron joined them. Um, and a lot of people had an issue with that because that was a super team. I had a little more issue with the other one on the West, you know, but we ain't going to dig too deep in that one. So I forgot to say this. I am from the LA area. Mm-hmm. I don't playing LA per se I mean I do I've lived all so over. So are here. you a Lakers fan? That's what I'm about to touch y'all okay. no I'm not <laughs> I'm not a Lakers fan but I'm not necessarily rooting against them I like to do it as a joke to people because people get so upset with me like how are you from LA? So you're, you're a Lakers not- fan? Uh, like, I, I I, was rooting for them in the sense of like I like sure. rooting for the underdogs I like those. So, I like those stories you know but I, I love
1: Kawhi so it's fine I'm, I'm for that yeah
0: well, you know, whatever whatever motivates you, right? Yeah. Um, I, I would have liked to see them to go at it in the Western Conference Finals. That didn't mm-hmm. happen. Um, I loved watching the Trailblazers. I'm all for those teams where it's like we're really grinding for it and getting up at it. Not saying the Lakers didn't grind for it because we know they've been on a struggle bus, but you have two major All-Stars. and I was like, no. First when LeBron was going, I was against it. And, yeah, there wasn't necessarily nobody for him to team up with there, but I just didn't want him to do it. It felt like certain people just aren't supposed to play for certain teams. Like, almost in a sense of, like, Larry Bird should never play for the Lakers. Magic Johnson should never play for the Celtics type of thing. That's what, for me, for me. It may not make sense for others, but for me, that's how the vibe I got. And then I just got over it. Okay, he's there. But I've always been a LeBron fan, so it's been kind of hard
1: for me. Um, Well, you know, it's a new year. And so now that we have COVID, do you even consider this a real championship because of this season?
0: okay at the end of the day a championship is a championship I'm not going to take the heart because like everybody had to deal with the same circumstance so that's my one thing where i'm did like they? did
1: they? they did they
0: did everybody I mean, had did, to sacrifice like, talked about
1: okay cool so you talked about families and people having babies and then people having to leave their you know significant others i don't know too many single dads that are bringing kids to the level but still everyone has something people have to come into the bubbles because they tested positive and then leave and you know all that good stuff so some people
0: opted out altogether. like Avery Bradley is not going to be playing but if you if, but see he was aware of what he could handle he knew it mm-hmm. wasn't for him and said, deuces okay I'll catch y'all next year
1: yeah I mean he said and this the, is also because we have a whole like you know racial inequality going on right now that happens every day right so this is it's bigger than basketball and that would take away from it which I still think everyone needs to give Kyrie an uh, so he, he, he
0: deserves, he deserves his applause, but I'm also not mad at the ones who felt like playing and, and speaking out on this platform, you know, at these games, people are watching and being able to speak post game for, you know, everything. I'm not mad at them for feeling like that was a good platform to speak up on these things as well. I completely you understand. What like, games, you like games,
1: you felt like games were the appropriate place to do stuff like that?
0: I feel like, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that is your arena to speak. if that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Like yes, everyone's mm-hmm. always going to listen to LeBron wherever he speaks, whether it be opening a school, uninterrupted, whatever the case may be right but think about how many of those other players that don't have the platforms like LeBron does in the sense of get, capturing everybody's attention outside of the basketball world. Um, and all those people who are literally stuck at home with nothing else to do so they're like let me tune into this and they're seeing that you know um the jerseys I know people were on the fence about it but I feel like they were powerful in their own right I have mixed feelings like I don't disagree with people who felt like they shouldn't have returned and I don't necessarily agree either I'm kind of like See, I don't feel like I'm just so going like, to go with the flow and see what happens.
1: <laughs> when I read a shirt that says save their names, that doesn't make me say, "Oh, you know what? Let me go run out in the streets. Let me go donate. Let me go, you know, figure out more and learn more, listen and learn like these corporations are telling us." It doesn't, you know, spark that for me. So on that you the that But you know it's a reminder for me.
0: But you know it's a reminder of the stuff that's happening. Like you've heard them say those things though. It's not like they... Also,
1: okay, that's fine, but I also don't think that you having a press conference and only repeating Brown Taylor's name you know, one time, that's fine. I also would have appreciated like, let's have people who are well-versed in the subject speak. Like I'm bringing in so-and-so person who is an expert in this field, like there are times with which, you know, you're beyond your scope. And I think in instances of Brianna's case, like there were certain things that are beyond your scope. And even with other cases, right? I think it was time to see, like to show and showcase people who are on the streets, who are doing the grassroots efforts. Let's talk about these organizations, let's highlight those. You know, within all these uh, teams around the country, there are people doing that work in those respective cities. That was a perfect opportunity to me, especially for guys who just don't know any different. And then it just it made guys who are like, "I'm still listening and learning," or "I don't necessarily agree." You had to be like, "Oh, well, why don't you agree? Why are you upset?" And we saw that, you know, with a bunch of guys being like, "Oh, well, you're not on the squad, or you're not down." And it's like, well, maybe they, maybe they don't know better, right? And maybe their ignorance is something that they have to outgrow. But we shouldn't force them to like have to perform just because that's what we're all expecting right now.
0: So, <clears throat> did we feel like the bubble, if obviously all these sports were turning, do we feel like they were forced into it or do we feel like they made the decision and they should have made the decision to opt out for the sake of sending a message?
1: You know, I feel like opting out, I probably would have opted out <laughs> just because I think the focus is lost Again, like I, I agree with Kyrie. Like even if I think if he was healthy, he wouldn't have played because the message gets mixed when you're like, all right, let's do this spoken. Like last night, for example, you had Angela Bassett and Jamie Foxx, you know, and all the people doing these spoken words to try and, you know, talk about basketball and how they're predominantly black that's cool, but then when the whistle blows, we're still talking about hoops, right? So like, do we still care about things that are going on? Or, like, are we still like passionate about it because you have this like seven minute one off? Probably not, but like, it, it it loses that for me. I think there were opportunities that were missed.
0: Just- I feel that. I think, <clears throat> I, I, I agree. I think there are so many other things going on. Um, I, I think with the pandemic, the social injustice, all of that kind of rocked the regular schedule of sports, right? Um, and I'm mainly gonna say I feel like who's been affected more negatively so far, in my opinion, has been the NFL um, because <laughs> their off season was like completely cut. You know, their off season workouts with each with the teams. Um, and I, I know where the NFL is going with this whole honor system but my wholehearted belief is that these players aren't doing what you want them to do outside of that uh facility you know so a lot of them aren't going to practice as hard you know they're posting the videos like we grinding but a lot of them aren't doing what they would do in front of their coach and their teammates right um a lot of them just to me weren't prepared and that kind of shows in the injuries that we saw um, in the what we're only four weeks in, well, this is the fifth week, and there's so many people out that with season ending injuries, too. Granted, I know some things just happen, you know what I mean? Like, we know mm-hmm. sports is sports, especially a contact like football, but a lot of that was clearly from like the lack of preseason, the lack of off season training. Um, and then like you just all that time you're worrying about so many other things, the social injustice the pandemic, like there's so much piling up that I kind of feel like sports should have been suspended this year. Um, but I don't know where that would have left the economy for sports, cause you know, that's all about money. And I mean, from our point of view of working in media covering it, from the people who are taking care of the facilities, from the front offices, you know, it's a, it's a never ending cycle of how many people would be affected, right? But I feel like there's always a story, there's always something, there's always a way. But again, a lot of people had layoffs and stuff. Um, so for me, I want to ask you, how do you feel about the NFL's return versus how the NBA returned? Like, how do you feel like it's going to work?
1: Well, I don't think it's feasible to ask uh, nearly o- over 100 men and training, include staff and trainer, all that good stuff and coaching, coaches, excuse me. It's not realistic to have a bubble. So that was never going to happen, right? Should they have had hubs? where they're only gonna play out of certain cities, absolutely, but we've missed that mark. Like, we've missed all of those opportunities. Now we're just gonna be playing catch-up until we try and finish out a 16-game season. If that even happens, we see the Titans right now are in jeopardy and there are, you know, the Bills don't want to play the Titans, which they shouldn't have to. Like, I think if there are guys that are like 10 people or more on your team that have tested positive, why are you forcing another team to be like, yeah, Go on in there, give it your all. And you know why they're telling them to do that? Because money rules the world. Like, this, this is capitalism. And so we're gonna sit here and say, Miami Dolphins, you can have your entire stadium filled with people. After we have all these positive cases and, and people dying in your cities respectively. Yes, please, fill your stadium. It makes absolutely no sense. And I you know, rally around anybody who's like, you know what? I thought this was for me. I thought this was going well. I thought people were doing and being responsible, but they're not, and I want to opt out. And it's unfortunate that the NFL gave them a deadline. <laughs> they were like, you have to choose whether or not you're gonna play or not. And it just shows just the piss poor you know, top down how the NFL operates. It's like, to me, <laughs> cash rules, I want you to, you're gonna play or you're not. We you don't have an opinion and if you do get out of line we're going to ensure that you get right back in or we're going to move on to next like to me nfl is very next man up and nba has a luxury of being like if our leaders say no we have to say no and that's not the case for nfl at all
0: so here's the other question then because recently we've seen that there's been outbreaks like you mentioned um and now you have people having to sit out games but then the NFL has a negligence in how they allow certain games to continue um, without considering that window of someone else could still test even after this certain time or whatever the case may be. Um, and now we see that with the Patriots, right? Do you feel like this is on the NFL as a league or do you feel like this is on the players for not doing what they need to do? Um, for what for what they wanted, right? They're the ones who wanted to play. They wanted it to be safe for themselves and they were holding the league accountable to keep them safe, to come up with a plan to keep them safe. But don't they have to own up to like their part too?
1: I mean you opt in, sure, but at the end of the day when you're trusting someone saying that we're doing everything we can to ensure safety you're hoping that they're actually meaning what they say. However, we've been living long enough and we've seen how people can get up and cut. We can see people get up and traded. We see like all these things, people who've been stars of a team going somewhere else in a season when their time is up or whatever. So I just, I would not trust NFL as far as I can throw them. I would sign my guarantee money and ensure that I have great insurance because we don't know what's going to happen, right? We don't know how, you know, after 2020 things are going to look and how much people are going to suffer because of it yet and still they're gonna play. And that's absolutely asinine to me. But I'm gonna ask you, like you saw the Patriots Chiefs game, you saw Stephon Gilmore hug up Patrick Mahomes, 500 million dollar man, who just announced that he was having a baby. What would you do?
0: Um, <clears throat> so like, real realistically, I said that they should not come back. They should wait it out until there's some resolve With this virus, um, I do think at the end of the day, health is more important than wealth in any capacity, because if you're not here to spend the money, what does it matter that you made the money? Um, Mm -hmm. So when the season, when they announced that they were going to start, you know, on time and all of that, I was like, watch, I give it like, and I hate to say this as as if I was praying on the downfall or if, you know, I was jinxing, but I'm like, no, there's just no, there's just no way. Like we can do all this testing, but there's something that's gonna get under the cracks, especially when you're allowing everyone to go home and be about their business every day, like regular, you know, ish, like regular, regular. Like, and I've seen players Believe be around that. each other. Do
1: you think? Do you think all four thousand tests are actually accurate when they're all positive or they're all negative? That's my thing. Do you think all the results that they come out, and they're like well, there were only three tests positive? Okay
0: well, I think the the confusing part to me is that how are we now at this point where they're able to get a rapid result where whereas before they were saying we it would take a few days or you know what I mean like I feel like we came up with answers to to things for the convenience of we want a season um and to me that didn't really sit right, so I knew something was gonna be off. I didn't expect for it to be a situation of um, people were gonna know about negative tests and not speak up about it, which kind of seems like has been the case. On that. I mean, oh, I, was like, I was giving people the benefit of it. the doubt. That's all I was saying. You're I was trying to give people the benefit you're of the doubt. No. <laughs>
1: um,
0: if you're, well, you're we, you've
1: been a competitive, you've been a competitive athlete, right? And if your coach, or this is your contract here, this is something that you're very much like. Listen, I have to go hard to go home. I'm asymptomatic. You mean to tell me you're going to sit here and tell your coach, like, yeah, coach, I, I've been infected and I can't play. And you know okay you know, so you're like,
0: trying to get that start. So, like, but knowing that it's one or two games you have to sit out versus a whole season and possibly your life or affecting you in some other way long-term down the road or infecting somebody else who has a family that they have to go home to, like, no, I would speak up. I know money is, like, one of those things where it's, like, ooh, you, you fighting for that, you want this, you've been grinding for this forever. But at some point, you gotta have some morals. You gotta have some values there, like.
1: You're You're speaking from a smart twenty eight year old, intelligent woman. I'm talking about a twenty two year old. Do gotta tell everybody like... my business? Disregard <laughs> uh, that. We gonna have know? to edit that ass. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my
0: lord. But no, you're right. You're right. You're hundred percent right. And that was why. But that was one of my issues, though. Like, you're allowing everyone to go home daily, and you're t- talking about rookies who. You know they gonna do what they wanna do. People gonna do what they wanna do at the end of the day. They are gonna take Ubers. gonna
1: it's not like, even. Yeah, it's not even like going out clubbing and partying. It's literally no, no but it's about it,
0: or, it's about who you're surrounding yourself with. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you think and and I won't say I'm not guilty of hanging out with a few friends through this quarantine, right? But one thing I will say is that we've all been tested. Um, we've all been quarantining and keeping to ourselves. Like, I am very mindful of who I'm surrounding myself by. Granted you can catch that being out at the grocery store and rub it up on the wrong person. So all of it is a risk. Right. But at the time, like for me, I'm only risking myself. I haven't been at home to see my family because of this. Um, and when I do go for the holidays, I will, I'm going to make sure I get tested before, you know, and take all the precautions that I can ahead of time. But in their case, yeah, there should be more precautions taken. Um, I don't know if it's, I agree that I don't think it's all on them, and I do think the NFL should have came up with a better plan or halted until they could have came up with a better plan. So, now my question for you is with all these tests happening right now and it's coming back positive, are you for suspending the season either indefinitely or for a period of time to figure out a better plan? Or are you keep letting it go and just figure it out as we go along?
1: You're going to have to keep going because if you suspend it, football is not like basketball. It's not one of those where you can just get out of rhythm and then get right back. Like it's, you're going to injure more people by doing that, you know? So absolutely.
0: Okay. Well, I'm interested in seeing what's going to happen. I think I agree with you on that. Probably not going to suspend the season, but I do think like a week or two Hawks might not be the worst idea because last week should have been week four should have probably been halted altogether. Like we need to get back to the drawing board, figure some things out, make sure people are okay. They there's like, yeah, no, it should
1: we should, we should have done that in two. A, a week, a week, a week would not hurt that. nobody. Ain't nothing gonna be figured out in two weeks from now. They shouldn't figure that out. But every out. you know the problem
0: was during the off season, everybody was thinking like, okay, next month is gonna be better. Next month is gonna be better. And next month came and it wasn't better. <laughs> not well, one. But
1: also you think about who we're talking about. We're talking about CEOs, owners. You know uh, Roger Goodell and those types who are in a different kind of company than where we are right you can have different kind of conversations you can have a heads up about things that are going on that we are not privy to so to me it's like it's irresponsible to sit here and say oh yeah well we're just hoping it passes along we'll be fine like no you can pick up the phone and call up over there in the old office and see what's really going down or you can be privy to the conversation that we will never know right and so to me you're doing players a disservice by assuring them that things are going to be okay when you know for a fact that you don't have proper data to say that and you cannot ensure that these people are not going to take any risk like it's one of those things where you watch a commercial and at the bottom is that white little print that says may cause nausea heartburn indigestion and you know might kill you That's stomach but,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but please take this drug to help battle your depression like what the hell you know yeah. I might as well keep the depression if it's going to be all that like what so to me, okay. COVID, I mean, you take tests, COVID tests all the time. I took COVID tests because I'm about to be in a wedding. And I'm just like, I need that assurance that things are going to be fine. Because then you pop up right. positive, everybody has that scare. I'm sure right. Stephon Gilmore's Gilmore, is like I'm asymptomatic. And still's like, okay, I have family. I have people that I need to be around. And it's right. it's going to affect people differently, especially as Black people. And it's a predominantly Black league. Like, come on, people. They, take, they can't care of their families, right? So you can't right. be around your grandma. You can't be around auntie and all of them for like what an entire season? You can't be around your kids like you want to. I mean, look at Russell Wilson; he just had a baby, and now you have yeah. all this going on with the Seahawks or with the Titans stuff. I would, I couldn't play. And if honestly, yeah. if I was a wife, don't come around me with it We're gonna be in the, this house. Well, you, you know, have a great season.
0: I I wonder if there that has been the case. I wonder if some families have separated and decided that you know like. I'm going to just bounce over here for a little bit while you're doing that on the daily, just for our sake. Uh, I wouldn't blame them. No. This was fun, Candice. First episode. <laughs> out the way. Don't take me no mind, guys. I'm going to – anyways, no. Thank you all for tuning in to our first Absolutely. episode of The Scoop with Cindy and Coop. I always want to say Candice and Coop, and I'm like, well, are you a part of it? So are you just going to forget yourself? What's up? It's but, yeah. Yeah it does it does it really does
1: what are you looking forward most about sharing with the rest of the people you know as we get this show going
0: um honestly I think this is probably something where I am able to show more of my personality because it's like no restrictions it's just you know us doing this and I'm, I think it helps so much more than I'm talking to a friend and like our conversation just flows so more than anything just Letting people see more of who I am, who you are, and how our thought process is about sports, life, period. We'll get into other stuff. It won't just be an only sports show. But um, I do want y'all to know, support your women in sports because we know what we're talking about. Okay? Period. period and tune in yeah. next week.
1: What we're going to talk about next week? We got obviously got more NFL action, and we're going to wrap up the NBA finals, and then we gonna, we're going to talk about
0: fantasy. We're going to talk about fantasy. Gonna talk about
1: fantasy. Well, yeah, I'm going I'm to be the interviewer, and Cindy's going to be the interviewee. Wait, however
0: that work? Yes, because anyway. yeah. although I know a lot of athletes don't care about fantasy, like they hate even the thought of it. Like, don't bother them with that stuff. Me personally, I do like to play, but oh, I'm not one of them crazy. talk about next week? Next week. Got it. Got it. Next week. Got it. Thanks for tuning in, guys.